Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Shop. This podcast is for product businesses where I speak to both retail buyers and brand owners about what it's really like to start and grow a product business. My name is Therese and I'm on a mission to help you build a profitable product business through wholesale. Today I'm joined by Priya, who's the buyer and owner of Lark London. Lark was founded by Dominic 20 years ago and Priya joined about 10 years ago. And since then, Lark has grown to include 18 stores, which is amazing. And I actually used to sell to Dominic back in the day when I was at a book publisher. So it is so amazing to see how he and Priya has grown the business to expand so much and have these amazing shops and also creating a lot of jobs in their communities. So I'm really excited to get to chat to Priya today. So welcome Priya. Hello, morning, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. It's really nice to have you here. I didn't tell you, but you're actually going to close out the season. I think a lot of people are going to like to hear from you. Okay. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> so you are have been opening so many shops over the last few years. And I've seen on Instagram that you're working on another one. So which one will be the next to open? So the next to open will be our shop in Isha which we're very excited. We live really close to Isha, so it will be lovely to have one on our doorstep. And then after that will be uh, the last one for this year will be in Weybridge. Wow. Yes. So we're, we're kind of going to Surrey, which so is So you're going to close out the year at, 18, at 20? No, 18. 18. 18. Okay, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, you already have the keys for like the I've one I've already in got Easter. the keys. Uh, the, uh, Dom's already in his building clothes, working in them as we speak. Oh, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> and um, how is it to buy for like an increasing number of stores like that? Because that must be a challenge. Actually, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was harder when there was less stores because um, we were kind of, each store had different products in. Yeah. But now, because we've got so many, every store is identical so our buying is identical so if I find a brand I love it I go to all stores please because otherwise it was really really difficult and um, I find a lot with brands now that actually when they have a new range they come to me first so I get all the previews which I absolutely adore because I'm inherently just very nosy and and actually buying for that many stores is easier now it was far harder when I think there was under five that was when it was really tricky because it's almost like each store had its own identity which meant really it was a completely different buying job yeah oh that's good that's interesting that it's actually easier I like that and I guess like perhaps Buying more volume means that brands pay more attention to you as well when it comes to giving you previews and things like that. Yes, for sure. Definitely. And when in the year is are your peak buying times? For myself, it's it's um, I've got two peak buying times. One is February, and that is because Christmas is fresh in my mind because we've just had it. I've had my little break, and I'm buying for the next Christmas. And I'm also on top of that buying immediate stock for Mother's Day. So I've kind of got two buying hats on Mother's Day 
and Christmas. And my second peak buying time is July because trends and different products have come out and I'm topping up my Christmas orders. What's out there? What does it look like? What is the world wanting? And I make sure I kind of react to that. And then do you kind of, once you've done the, your selection for that, you kind of top up on those lines throughout yes. Yes. the year. How do you find these products? Of course, brands come to you that you deal with. But what else? Do you visit trade shows? Yes, I, I seem to, I think I attend every trade show. <laughs> um, with a new baby or not, I, I will I will be at a trade show. I use the, like platforms like Fair and Anchor Store, mainly at nighttime when I'm feeding my newborn. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant. And also local people come to the shops. They, we have an application process now because we do get inundated with new like stockist that. inquiries. And we have an application form. And once a week, me and the buying team will have a look at what we've received and kind of go through that because that, to me, is the most favorite bit of, of, of buying is actually finding a gem of a small business and watching them grow and yeah. supporting them to be able to grow and that is my favorite bit of actually having mark that's amazing and i guess like it's fun like that we weekly thing on your calendar must be fun instead yes. of it being quite overwhelming with all the contacts that you get throughout the week yes definitely so the the team actually what they do they they kind of so they say it's like christmas because it's based in one store they open all the boxes they read the lovely emails or letters that come they see the samples they do the first kind of audit and then they will have a weekly chat with me we have a video call and it's just so much fun because you just don't know what you're going to get yeah and I've we've only started doing this in the last few months but it's really inspired me to actually give a lot of faith in in small businesses and kind of just watching people's creativity rather than just doing the rows and the trade show I guess it shows you other brands that wouldn't maybe afford to go to oh, a show completely. yet. Like uh, a lot of these people, they're making it in their front room, they're a local mum. And I think that's, I don't know, it's far more enjoyable to kind of watch them progress and even give feedback. Like they haven't thought about packaging. So we'll be like, why wouldn't you think about this? They're like, oh, perfect. And then we might even have some suggestions of packaging suppliers that they yeah. could use. So helping that is fantastic really enjoyable that is so fun and I, I I mean I also love that process of seeing small businesses grow like yours has which is amazing and how about the you mentioned marketplace platforms yes like fair and anchor store like do you discover new brands on there or like do you mainly buy from brands you already buy for from and do you prefer to place your orders that way so I do both um I do buy from pre-existing brands that we stock but I also use it as a as a way to find new brands which I do all the time because trade shows happen a few times a year well brands are being constantly uploaded and it's just really inspiring to see what's out there and it's you just you know really quick check new in and I can do that in the middle of the night so <laughs> it's great absolutely great which actually with a newborn might be the best time for you yes yes I have plenty of time from the hours of 2 a.m to 5 a.m when the world <laughs> is asleep <laughs> Actually, one of the things I, when I used to sell w was, you know, 
So that it wasn't surprising, but it was always kind of fun to see like independent buyers, the times they would email you orders <laughs> or raise orders completely like different. <laughs> of course, yes. When you're self-employed, you just have to do it when you have the opportunity. Yeah. Which I think a lot of my brands have probably seen these 4 a.m. emails <laughs> two weeks later because I haven't had an opportunity, but in the middle of the night, finding the time. And how do you and Dominic split up What who does what now? You said that he was in the store actually building and doing yes. stuff. <laughs> so what we've discovered to maintain a really happy marriage is that we have to do very different things. Otherwise, there's too many cooks in the kitchen. So we have quite specialized roles. So I am in charge of buying and um, the operation of Lark will report to me. So things like staffing, social media, merchandising, they will they all have um, their own kind of staff members in charge of these but at, mm -hmm. at the end they will have to report to me and I have to overlook that. Dom is in charge of shop fit out, legalities of leases if we're getting new shops and he's in charge of all maintenance so really joyous job for him. So <laughs> if there is a toilet leaking Dom will go and fix it. If there is I don't know what else a light bulb needing change he will fix it which is very humbling as he said. Um the other week when I think um, one of the shops had lots of sewage leaking from the ceiling. He found that oh. very humbling that, gosh, we have 18 shops and he's there, need, like full full of shit, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's like, I think I would quite enjoy doing the buying career. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, you can carry on doing the maintenance. So that's his main job. And he does do, um, he now oversees, but doesn't do it all anymore, is all the invoicing and bookkeeping. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, the shop it out, so all him. He does I it must all. say, I think your role sounds a lot more fun. It's definitely much more fun. Definitely much more fun. Well, let's not tell him that. <laughs> In terms of what, you know, you have the application form now, but like what can a brand do to stand out when uh, they approach you through like the application, like when they write their letters or they write their applications, what makes your team go, okay, let's put this in our meeting and then for you to go, oh, wow, well, yeah, we need this. So firstly, firstly, which I can't stress the importance, putting cost prices. Yes. That is really quite important. And the amount of times we have to say, please tell us how much this lovely item costs. That that obviously doesn't stand out, but that's a necessity. It's quite necessary. Um, yeah. Good branding and good packaging, because we are mainly a gifting store. So packaging is really, really important and branding and just making it consistent. And the second thing that's really important is the idea that it has a story. So our merchandiser can put the, store, the, the products together. So we can see where they would go in the shop. We can visualize that they will go together on on this table rather than sometimes we get a, a, a few new brands and their products are very disjointed you can't put them together and I think with strong branding and strong packaging that's probably the most important things to make you stand out I guess well it's good then if people are kind of visited and they can almost see it themselves because then it will be easier for you to see it <laughs> yes yes of course and they can see how we merchandise like oh, my product will fit perfectly there, which I think is, is something that is really important. Yeah. 
for sure and i think in a gift and lifestyle store like packaging is just as important as the product itself because it's the first it's what makes customers pick it up in the first place of course let's not tell the consumer that but it's completely as yeah. important as the product yes hundred <laughs> percent agree which is like I, I suppose if you're a maker maybe that's a little bit like you craft and labor over your candle for example but like and learning everything that goes into it and then like <laughs> It comes down to the box. <laughs> I know, it must be heartbreaking. It must be absolutely heartbreaking. And when we sometimes have to tell these lovely local people, and be like, your product is amazing. Your candle quality is perfect. We burnt it. Quality there. But, you know, you might need to zhuzh up your, your box. Or you might need to come in a box. And they're like, yeah. what? But the product is so good. I'm like, it is. But, it, you know, the consumer needs the box. Yeah. <laughs> for it to feel like a gift, perhaps. Yes. Yes, yeah. for sure what is something like that your favorites or your go-to suppliers do that makes it easy to deal with them having a really good b2b that's you know you can access like a website Um, like a nice yeah website is fantastic so i can order at night because i'm generally paperless and actually there's a lot of um stockers that don't have websites at all they only do catalogs yeah but now i find it easier using um websites when i worked in the shop i preferred to catalog but now working from home i like a pdf or website yeah it's a tricky one isn't it because for the smaller brands it costs money to have the wholesale website but that's i guess when things like fair or anchor store can come come into it yes of course because I'm guessing if you they pitch to you and you like them and they say oh and you can order on fair with our link then you could do that yes and and it's really easy using platforms like fair and angstor and they're perfect for that that's good and how does how what does your suppliers do to kind of build on your relationship with each with you guys like in terms of keeping in touch with you presenting new things what do you enjoy that they do as I, I touched it, um, at the beginning, actually, I really love a preview. I love a preview. I love <laughs> I love looking at a prototype and like just keeping in contact. Or, or even if they ask me, what am I looking for? I love that. I'll be like, do you know what I really need? I really need some colourful 7x5 frames. And they'll be like, oh, I'll keep that in mind. So I, I just that, that, that level of conversation that we can be like, and the transparency. It's fantastic. And I, I, yeah, I love, I love looking at previews. I guess if they <laughs> ask you, like, do you prefer this design or this design? And we haven't yes. made it yet. I mean, they already have a ready-made customer for of it. Of course. And actually, I do that with about, I think, well over 100 brands. I, so they'll be like, but when they, on their CAD images, they'll be like, okay, what do you like here? And I'm yeah. like, ooh, <laughs> this, 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 this. And then suddenly... Those things appear, you know, they they come into production, those things, funnily enough. But I, yeah, I really enjoy doing that. It's kind of like magic, isn't it, to get to like be there before it's like a thing and then see it come alive and then see it in store. It's fun. De- definitely. And especially because at Lark, we don't do production of items. And actually, I'm completely against doing production in items. This is the closest I get to it. <laughs> so <laughs> it's quite fun. <laughs> So you don't want to start doing your own brand or anything no, like that? No, I, I love the fact we we stock over 500 brands in the store and I absolutely love the idea that we do that and we will continue to do that. How about exclusives to you or collab? We do some of that. So 
so for October, we've got some lovely exclusives from Elizabeth Scarlet, which I, I quite enjoyed designing with them and discussing. Yeah, so I, don't, I do quite like doing that. It's, that's quite new for us because we've only recently like got to this many shops where exclusives can become an option. Mm. But it's yeah, been very exciting going down that road. Yeah, I guess it's easier for small brands to do that already produce in small low quantities, maybe. Yes, yes for sure. So a thing to do. And what are you looking for? I guess now you've pretty much done your buying for this year. Yes, yes. I'm just doing little reactional buys now. But yeah. um, I have done... I would say 95% of it. Is there anything that you're thinking, I am missing this for Christmas? Well, price photo frames. <laughs> <laughs> that is something I'm, I'm missing for Christmas. Well, price photo frames and potentially some key rings. Key rings? Key rings, yes. Like that's, adult, adult keyrings, yeah. That's nice. Quite a specific request. <laughs> there you well, go. Well, yes, but I actually think that's one of the things that small businesses like does quite a lot of. So maybe you'll get some applications after this. <laughs> yes, maybe I will. That sounds great. <laughs> and how about for spring? Because I'm guessing you have also started looking for spring. What is there anything in particular that you're looking for? Gosh, I'm taking me off guard that question. I'm having um. I've got my Christmas hat on still. Really nice scarves and really like thin scarves and really nice nightwear mm. for for gifting. Really nice. Still on this loungewear, but thinner loungewear, but like luxurious nightwear. That sounds good. Uh, there's some nice stuff now out there, I think. Like, mm, like- for sure. Like the cotton kind of like screen printed in usually India or block printed, I guess they are in India or something. Yeah, the, oh, at the trade show there, there was some lovely piece. Actually, the, the the trade shows I've just been to were really inspiring. It was really nice um, to see what's out there, and we found some fantastic new brands. And do you place orders when you go to shows? I do sometimes. Hmm. sometimes it's because we're kind of spreadsheet based and i need to speak to the merchandise of colorways what normally happens is i say oh i like these products create a little list hmm. and then i will figure out what colors are going to be in the store at that time so it's a little great. bit more complicated now yeah <laughs> i can't just be like i want to buy this and it's going to be in the shop in three weeks because if i do that i think my merchandise will resign so be quite cautious of that <laughs> and you need a good merchandise <laughs> yes my merchandise i've got two one for south london one for west london they are fantastic and they've been very patient with me so that's nice uh, and what about like what trade shows have you been to this autumn so i've been to um birmingham and top jaw i didn't make it to harrogate because i was about to give birth Otherwise, I would have been Harrogate. So yeah. I did those, uh, those two. Do you have a favourite show? I love Harrogate. I just love it. <laughs> I just, I just, the whole experience is just like the nicest show ever. I also love Harrogate. I know it's not like the biggest or like the busiest. And actually, when I used to exhibit, it was never the best or no, most really profitable not. for me. But I just loved it. It's just so nice to be in Harrogate. I know, I know. And as buying, I may, I might not make. I'm very few orders in comparison to the other shows, but I love it. I just love yeah, 
but you've had more time to chat with people. Like I always found the buyers that came to Harrogate had a little bit more time because you never go for just one day usually. Yeah, yeah. So you there's have no a little rush. bit more time to chat because there's less brands there that they buy from. So I think it's great for relationship building. Yes, for sure. For sure. Definitely my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and are you going to continue to open stores next year? What's the yes. oh. future plan? Yes, we will continue to expand. Maybe not as rapidly as we have done this year. I think we've opened a lot this year. Yeah. Uh, because of the newborn, um, she doesn't sleep currently, and we're a bit tired. Oh. After, when she starts sleeping for a few more hours at a time, there will definitely be more stores opening. Yeah. You still want to grow. And will you grow like further out? Because you've gone to Surrey now. Yes, we've gone to Surrey. But potentially, we've always got an open mind. So we have somebody that helps us find our shops. And then he's always um, showing us things that we would never, places we would never have thought about. And yeah, let's see how they go. So I don't know yet. Let's see how the ones in Surrey do first before, <laughs> yeah. I, make, before I make my mind up. <laughs> yeah, but it's exciting. I, I find it particularly exciting when shops are opening, when the economy, well, all we hear in media, like regular media, is about store closures and the economy being tough. But you have still taken the leap and opened shops. Has that been a hard decision? I think what the hardest decision, because the shops we've opened, thank goodness, are doing well. Um but our hardest thing is right now is shoplifting, actually, which you, you probably noticed has been all over the news. Yeah. And we noticed this a few months ago that the increase, like Dom said, or Dom's, you know, over 20 years he's had the shops. We had more shopliftings in one week than we've done in that 20 years. Wow. It was people coming in the day, groups of people, maybe three big guys coming to the shop, take a whole rail of clothing in the morning, come back in the afternoon. That was what I found quite demoralising. That is so sad. Because there's nothing we can do. We call the police, they're not coming. Then they come back a week later. Or they've just gone to another lark that's around the corner. That's what I found the hardest. And that's almost stopping me from wanting to open. It's not the economy because the shops are still doing well. And people still want to have nice gifts. They're just spending a bit less. Yeah. And, you know, I love supporting local businesses. I love having, you know, local shops and making the communities happy and that's something I you know I love to continue doing but the shoplifting has been really tiresome and you know they're just they're, they're so they're almost so entitled you know you say you ask them not to you say mm. you're calling the police and they're like well the police aren't going to do anything I'll see you in a few hours and that is infuriating <laughs> that Absolutely. is I didn't know that they weren't even discreet about it no 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 that they, they that's and that's what's happening now and what can you do you don't want your staff to be like my my poor staff don't deserve this and they're really intimidating they don't come just one person they're coming in threes fours taking the thing uh, taking the items and going and coming back so that is uh, there's nothing you can do you can't lock them in because you'll get um told off for false imprisonment the police aren't coming because they're inundated because there's not enough of them i'm sure if there was you know, I know they're not twiddling their thumbs. They've got a lot yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure they would want to stop these serial offenders. But it's just, it's been, it's, it's 
ridiculous. And then like there's TikToks telling you how to steal and which shops to steal from. Really? You know, things like that that's happening. It's it's just absolutely awful. And I know that there's lots of campaigns going out. I know, you know, there's lots of intervention that's now hoping to, to come because of the media publicity. Mm. But it's just that's the, the bit that I'm struggling with the most and motivating my poor staff, you know. Yeah. That's not fair. I, you know, that's not a lovely work environment. And, you know, I want my staff to want to want to come to work and want to enjoy yeah. to come to work, not to have been not to be intimidated by these people and knowing they're going to see them a few hours later. Yeah, that must be so awful. It's like, I think when you work for an independent business like yours, like, you want to protect that business. And then, mm. yeah, I would... I would be so scared. <laughs> yeah, it, it's horrible, horrible. But hopefully intervention will be coming. Otherwise, yeah. it's going to be quite a tough Christmas because profitability of margins, it's, you know. Because you can't have a security guard in each shop, can you? Like No, and even if we we have contemplated the idea that when that security guard goes on lunch, what's going to happen? And will the security guard stop three people? Don't know. It's probably the not. The security guards would have to be really big, like big. intimidate. I don't know. That probably wouldn't help, actually. <laughs> yeah, and actually, the people that are coming are quite big and intimidating. So, yeah, but would it I'm, be I'm enough to sure. scare them off to not go to yours because it's harder to go to yours? Well, I mean, not not sure, that you want them to I've go to anyone that. else, but I have. We have tried in a couple of stores putting somebody like by the door with a with a presence yeah and actually it just means that they had a bigger group of number coming in so it's i don't know um, i don't know i think i think as the, the moment it becomes punishable again yeah i think then it will stop i think that's the only thing that yeah. will make it stop and i think we just need more support on the high street because it's not just us it's also yeah. you know supermarkets are getting hit really hard as well yeah you know which is heartbreaking yeah and you know in inherently we're all going to have to pay for this you know yeah. it's not free it might these people might be pay, getting it just stealing the stuff but you know the supermarkets will raise the prices and yeah. it's going to you know we're going to have to raise the prices to kind of make sure we're making the margins and so it something has to change and i'm sure it will do i'm sure it will do i mean if it because it's such a big problem, it has to change. But I guess the police can't keep up, even if you had CCTV and, like, yeah. you don't well, do anything. We have anything. all of that. Yeah. Still. Well, I hope that it will change sooner rather than later because it will have a big impact on Christmas. And if it has a big impact on Christmas, it will put prices up even more, like you said, last next yeah. year. Yeah. Well, let's hope. There's a, it's a lot of a lot of it being talked about in the press right now so we can only hope that something is going to happen yeah absolutely i i mean it has to happen Absolutely. something has to happen yes um people connect with you so like with your, your your application form how can they find out how to apply for example so you go on our website there's um larklondon.com go and contact us there's an email and if you email that email and and they will give you an application form amazing yes and otherwise, how can people connect with you guys and, and find you if they, I don't know, don't know about you yet? Buyers, sorry. I'm, I'm oh, maybe like just people that want to check out what you do, I guess, social media maybe? 
Social media, yes, because some of that will get um, fed back to me, but probably the best thing is the email, to be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, brands email, but I guess if they want to just browse as a customer. Oh, browse, yes, social media. with you guys. Uh, our websites, but yeah, social media is fantastic for that. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on a podcast. I'm re- very happy to have you here, and it's nice to see you grow so much and supporting both small brands and you know other uk suppliers because it's for the industry it's amazing that you're opening all these stores especially when the economy is like it is so it's really inspiring to see so thank you very much well thank you for for listening to me thank you and um it's been fantastic and thank you everyone who is listening i hope that you have enjoyed this season of let's talk shop This is actually going to be the last episode of the season and I guess subscribe to my newsletter so you can have a be notified when the next season starts and I hope that you have a really good Christmas season and that you make all the sales. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening.